Hello, everybody, and welcome to the new Bat Friends Adventures, episode number 101. I am one of your hosts, Chris, alongside the world champion, Joe. How's it going, Joe? Just fucking super. I'm going to get the cursing out of the way real early. So I got my first shot. Oh, yeah, you did. Now, I don't remember. if I think we did this off air, but I'm going to bring it up on air. Remember how you had your shots scheduled, and I was yes. like, "Yeah, but they're just handing them out now." Like, I think I made this joke somewhere else. No, I made this joke last night privately, where it's like, "I think you can go to McDonald's and get a shot with like a if you large size your meal." So you know, you might get it earlier. And then what happened? Yeah. You got it earlier. Well, what everyone kept telling me was like, "Well, if you go here and you do this, you can get it earlier." I'm just like, "That's that's too much work for something that I don't care that much about." Um, and what ended up happening was that the local school district sent out an email and my girlfriend just walks in the room like, Hey, you want to get your shot done this week? I'm like, sure, whatever. <laughs> and she did it all for me. And then all I had to do was what's best is it was a drive through. Okay. So it was done in our local highway department. Okay. And they just opened up the, they emptied out the, um, garages and we all just drove through they stuck us with a needle and then told us to go park somewhere for 15, 20 minutes. Right, right. Make sure. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, a couple people looking because it was full of sticky notes saying like, hey, you're good at 428 or whatever. Yeah. And when 428 came, a dude would come over and be like, you feeling okay? Right, 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 right. Good. I'm glad. Which, which shot did you end up getting? I ended up being Moderna, which was the only disappointment. Oh. Yeah. Oh. You made really- the people. I really wanted that boner shot. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, it's, it's okay. I'm going to bring people in a little bit. Two things. One, um, I think we've talked about it, but whatever. I'll say it for the sake of sanity. Chris said he doesn't care about it because we're not at risk. It's not that he doesn't care because obviously he got the shot. Just to clarify that, even oh, though yeah, I don't yeah. think we get hate mail, right? We don't get hate mail yet, do we? No, nobody cares enough about the shot. <laughs> uh, Two, I forget what two is. Oh, two was I made the joke about ugh, you Moderna people because Penn has actually talked about it too, and it's fun where that's what they do because two of them, I think, of their four man booth of their four man recording crew, two got Moderna, two got Pfizer, and so just as a joke, they would do the whole like, well, you know, the, the team sports of it, like, oh, well, yeah. Pfizer's better, but they don't actually care if they want everybody to get the shot, but it's just for a joke, so. I don't actually care what you get as long as you get a shot. And if you don't get a shot, I don't care, but I do think less of you. Yeah, my brother got the baby lotion one the other day. <laughs> I like the baby lotion one. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he works for Walmart and, you know, they got a whole bunch of them. And a friend of his actually works in the pharmacy and was like, hey, you know, somebody dropped out. You want in? Yeah. Like, Put him in. He's like, sure, why not? Well, and I see that especially that makes a lot of sense to me, especially where where he works. It was right there, and the baby lotion one is just one and done. So I get that of like, hey, somebody dropped out. You want to get it? Sure, fuck it, if not let it ride. Well, from what I heard, they were doing that. They were, I think, I, I don't know the numbers in our area, but I think that the the elderly and everything have been mostly taken care of. I'm sure it's not perfect, but I sure right. right. 
And uh, what Walmart, I know, was doing around here was, like, trying to get their employees taken care of, which, you know, is the correct thing to do. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. So a lot of the employees have uh, been getting the J&J, which is good. Um, like you said, I'm just glad people are getting it and that we can, you know, do this. Because I've... So I've been mulling this over because... I understand completely if people aren't ready for this. We've had this conversation privately, but I'll have it publicly now. Um, but there is a con that is preparing for August, allegedly. Right. <laughs> and I've been sitting there going like, I kind of want to go to that. Because <laughs> I, I saw your tweet, because yeah. my life's getting boring enough that I've actually been checking Twitter. Um, do you mind, like, can we talk about uh, where is it? <laughs> Uh, Connecticut. It's the uh, uh, Trepicon. Okay. So it would be. It would be. You would be driving there. It would be. Yeah. You know. I mean that affects six things. hours. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean yeah. Because yeah. well, depending on where in Connecticut, because I'll probably there's a good chance I'll be going to Connecticut for a much smaller thing, not a con, but um, like beginning of May and maybe end of May, I might be going down to Connecticut, and I think. Last time we did that drive from here, it was like five, five and a half. Yeah. So, yeah. depending, you know, depending on where you're going, but I've never done it in one shot. I've done it. So, uh, Mike uh, co host my other show used to live in Mass, and I would drive to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then drive out to Connecticut. Gotcha, but you gotcha. were also kind of doing an L thing there. You weren't doing a straight shot. Right, right. So, I, I know that was like three hours to get to mass and probably three to four to get up to Connecticut. So I'm just kind of doing my math thinking like, ah, you know, six hours. That sounds about right. It's not, it's a, it's a fun, it's a decent drive. I mean, last time we did it, both times we did it in the dark. We did it after uh, sunset. So we didn't get to see a lot, but it was, it was a fine straight shot. So, yeah, I mean, I get it. And it's, so if it's, so it's terrific on, so it's a smaller con too, like, not local con, but it's not you know New York. It's or... the biggest not. It's the biggest con you've never heard of, right? Okay, because yeah. like every year I look at it. So the one year we were supposed to go, uh, uh, we actually bought tickets, and they were going to do a, a screening of the original Batman movie, and then Adam West, uh, Burt Ward were going to be there. Uh, okay. And we were actually at a different con in the same venue months before, and that's when Adam West passed. Oh. So we literally were just like, we lost our, you know, window yeah. by months. Right. But also just like, I don't even want to go anymore. Like, that was kind of the, there was many reasons to go. It was early on in Fortress. And, but we just kind of both like went home that night, got drunk and watched like old Adam West stuff. And we're like, fuck, like, I don't even want to go to that thing anymore. But ever since then, I felt like we missed on something because every year I look at it and everybody goes to that con. Yeah. Yeah. Like if it's a comics pro and I'm not saying the, you know, uh, important Hollywood people, but you know, the people actually care about comics, people go to it. <laughs> So every year I'm just like, fuck, that'd be awesome to go to. It'd be awesome. And then last year we were ready as well. We were actually on the press list last year and then the world collapsed. Uh, <laughs> so now they just announced Rooker is going. 
Mm. And I was like, oh, this is happening. I looked at the dates, and it's the first weekend of August. Okay. I was like, well, that's right on the edge of where I would feel comfortable. Right. And I'm just wondering if people are going to be comfortable with it or not. But we'll see. I don't know. It, it might not have coming to fruition because of multiple things. But I've been like, I really want to go to a con. <laughs> Well, and that was what I was going to say. Is that's part of it too, where it's if you're driving to it, and um, is it how is it a multi day con or is it a one day? It's a multi day. So what I would probably do is go to work Friday, drive down, stay in a hotel, do the Saturday con, and then either come back Saturday or stay another night and come back Sunday. So that's what I was going to say. So because it's this is just how I look at it, because you're driving down. Um, you don't have to stay right where the con is. So, you know, you don't have to necessarily book a room months in advance because you can kind of maybe find something within an hour and a half, whatever, depending on how much you want to play, you know, yeah. um, your, your investment theoretically is fairly low. So that's where I look at it as, I mean, you know, keep it in your mind, you know, I mean, I know you do anyway. So it's like, be aware of what's going on. Because I know Connecticut got hit a little hard when we still up here, we were fine, but they ended up having some difficulties over the fall. So, like, they might have a different shifting numbers than we do, and who knows, even at that point. But it seems like it's something to, you know, realistically let yourself get excited for. Yeah. I, I want to see who goes. Because if it's like, I was kind of shocked with, with Rooker being the first announcement. Rooker's like a big enough celebrity where I'm just like, okay, people are actually interested in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, we'll see who goes. If we start getting like comics pros that I've always wanted to like connect with um, in some way, then more likely I'm going to go. But take it week by week, see what yeah. happens. I'm just ready. I'm, I've been. The thing was is that. <laughs> Our listeners may not know the two of them. Um, is that before COVID hit, we were actually on the verge of going back to cons. And because I had to take a year off to be an adult and take care of my help take care of my family. And then COVID hit, and I was just like, <laughs> we had all these plans and all this like stuff stashed for it, ready to go, and then nothing and we couldn't do anything because the whole world collapsed so it's been more than just the last year that i've missed it's been like two or three that i haven't gone to a con like a proper con so so what i was going to say that's actually very funny to anyone that's paid attention to uh, you know me talking about shit is that will be one week after i go to florida probably hopefully potentially Judge a Heroclix three day tournament. <laughs> so I would still be going before you. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, which, see, well, we, that we can talk about later, but. Which, yeah, bring, if you remember, bring that up after recording. Um, I have a good story about that, but I don't want to share it on there. That's uh, and now that everybody's mad at me for saying that, let's talk about Cult of the Cat. <laughs> Woo! Uh, so the story here uh, is by Paul Dini and Stan Berkowitz. It is written by Stan Berkowitz and directed by Butch Lukic. 
All right, Joe. So I'm going to start in three, two, one, play. I think I muted my TV. We're going to find out. Well, you would be hearing intense music right now if I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm not hearing shit. So the Riddler. Because <laughs> we're back in a maze. Because <laughs> we're in the labyrinth. We got Black Panther attacking her. That's uh, <laughs> so so Black, bad. <laughs> Black Panther with fucking Wolverine claws. I think they went through a lot of sharpies when they animated this one. Yes. <laughs> Which so this is gonna be one of those episodes because this episode sucks. But uh, I'm really happy now that we're a week away. Nobody can say spoilers to me. Fuck y'all. I'm really happy that the Zemo moment from. Falcon Winter Soldier is memed now. <laughs> you mean it's the Zemo? Amazing. The Zemo cut? No, not that. The um, the moment where like him and Bucky are just standing there watching the Wakandans kick the crap out of uh, Walker, oh. and Zemo's just like sipping the whiskey. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was I was out of time. I was forgetting when this was going to air. But the Zemo cut is also great, and fuck anybody that doesn't appreciate it. That's fantastic for multiple reasons. Yes. I love sending it to all of my uh, DC friends and being like, <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't take us three years to get the Zemo cut. <laughs> this, okay, so here's another reason why this episode annoys me a little bit. This episode starts to, they're, they're Nazis. Um, this true. episode starts to get into that, like, Halle Berry Catwoman at phase where it's like she has a mystical connection to cats and cats don't want to hurt her because there's like magic implicitly which is dumb and multiple black panthers on crouch rockets really bug me too on fucking motorcycles (laughs) because you know if there's one thing I know about ninjas they fucking love crotch rockets and machine guns that's like sanctified with blood. Like, just that's, fuck this episode. That's got Z list comic written all over it. Crotch Rocket Uzi Ninjas. <laughs> with, wol- with Wolverine claws. Because it's like, well, we can't do Wolverine. So let's do Ninjas with his claws. That ride motorcycles. There's no way there's still ammo in that clip. It's a fucking Uzi. That's a really small clip. This is made by people in Hollywood. They don't know how guns work. <laughs> this this is worth it, even though it's dumb. We're locksmiths. The masks are a fashion statement. That's <laughs> I'll give them that. And I do the one thing I will also give this episode, even though it's shit. I like that they establish, like, Batman's doing his thing, Catwoman sees the Batmobile, and is like, oh, he'll take care of me. Like, that, they should do that more. Because it's like, okay, yeah, they just happen upon each other. Organic storytelling, rather than, you know, world's greatest detective. I just, I just did a video, and, uh, one of the books I talked about was the new Batman, the detective book. 
Mm-hmm. And I was I'm proud of myself for this one. Um, I made a comment about how like it'll be nice if the Batman the Detective book has him doing detective stuff because you know, world's greatest detective never does detective shit. Even though I hear all the time from Batman friends, like, man, it'd be really cool if he did some uh, detective stuff in the movies. I'm waiting for the funny moment that I thought was super ridiculous because the tire now his tire's blown out and literally shreds off as a as the car re rims its own tire, mounts its own tire. Bruce, this is technology the world needs. It's all technology that literally can't work. <laughs> it's riding on the rim. There's no way to get another tire on it while it's the rim is in motion and hitting pavement. But you would another need, smaller tire comes down and lifts up say, just a little bit. You would need a, a donut to lower and lift that side up while it then pushed out this rubber. <laughs> Let's be fair. He should just have airless tires. I mean, we have airless tires in the real world now. He would have the technology then. It's true. It's some kind of cult. Some detective. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> like, it's one of those things where it's like, we, we must have traveled back in time and written this episode. <clears throat> some kind of cult. Huh. Some detective. <laughs> A major league psycho. Yeah. Jesus, this episode sucks. (laughs) I just want to get to the Dark Knight one, and I don't even know if I want to anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we're just going to get to it, and you're going to be like, oh, no, this is bad. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. Skip to beyond, no? (laughs) (sighs) This is hilarious to me. I do appreciate that the the cat cult place has giant lasers in it. No, those are that's yeah. We're in the furnace. Okay. Well, I'm going to try and get us out of here as fast as possible. Let's go. No, I'm going to go slow cuz I'm a cat. You're in a furnace, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, Selena, can you get the fuck out of my way? <laughs> Right. And then what's the first thing they do? Oh, hey, they're in the furnace. Let's just blow them the fuck up. Oh, it's on, it's on brand. We already established they're Nazis. Uh, that's, that's... <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? Oh, I know. Let's just do what I was going to do originally before you decide to be a bitch about it. Here, fucking come with me. <laughs> And then it explodes, which wouldn't happen. And, like, if it was going to explode, it would have exploded in the factory. There's a lot of pressure at the top of that. Right, yes. Like, this goes back to our other discussions about earning moments. That was, that was an unearned moment. It's not because it's unrealistic. It's because it's unearned. And then he's going to date rape her, so that's cool. Fucking Bill Cosby up in here. Who knew Bill Cosby was a ninja? I was having this discussion with Dana. 
about how I'm constantly surrounded by good jokes, just not the right audience. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have perky tits. That's a reason not to kill me. This is some fucking Lovecraftian bullshit going on right here. No, if it was Lovecraftian, it'd be cool. This is dumb. This is some Egyptian bullshit. Also, why is the one female ninja now wearing a fucking sports bra and, like, nothing else? She went from a literal bodysuit to, I'm gonna walk around with my tits out. Dude, you don't have the suit on. You know, you need the to hold those bad boys up. Now, That's why I'm currently working on my own invention. It's called the sports bra for men. Uh-huh. And it's going to hold our balls up for us. The man's ear. Uh, I was going to say, I could get on board with that if the dudes were also walking around without their shirts on. Which is on brand for this cartoon, if you remember. When fucking yes. El Ghoul and Batman fight... <laughs> This is a weird moment. Batman just makes the guy think he's going to fucking die because bats attack him. (sighs) Like, Batman kidnapped this guy, took him to the cave, threatened to drop him down a fucking, essentially bottomless pit. But he's the hero. Yeah. Rich white guy. Exactly. <laughs> I have a pleasure room. Would you like to see it? It's a fucking cave full of bats. <laughs> yeah, look at the dudes. The dudes still have to wear their masks. Meanwhile, Tits McGillicuddy over here. She likes the support, man. Helps out with the back. <laughs> it's not. No, that's not how that works. <laughs> that's not how any of this works. I don't know. I, I mean, I have tits, just not tits that big, so. <laughs> that's science. Then again, my back does hurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you need to get yourself a training bra. I'll I'm get a, right on that. I'm a solid B cup. I. <laughs> I will do a photo shoot for you if you design the training bra for me and at least one of the tits has your face on it. (laughs) We're getting into some really, really weird kink here that I'm not comfortable with. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, since all podcasts are ultimately about other podcasts, um, there's a there's a there's a pod, there's a guy on a podcast I listen to that I I have met in Vegas and he's a man of size and uh, I think it's been a while but he actually got the gastric bypass because he's like he's like six four six five but he was also just a large he was overweight he's considerably overweight and also incredibly tall um and so he he took the Plunge on the back gastric bypass, and he's dropped a bunch of weight. And so then, what he decided to do, and he 
for the record, he also reminds me a lot of Yambar, so that's part of why I enjoyed him doing this. He put it out on a couple of the podcasts he was on that I think he actually put a website up. The website might still be up, but that he wanted people, he would give them his size, and he wanted people to send him new, in-package underwear, because all his old underwear didn't fit anymore, because he dropped all the weight. And he wanted people to do it, and he said if people did it, he would take, he would do a photo shoot, or take a picture, I think, just a picture modeling them for people, if that's what they wanted. And enough people took him up on it, he's got a cool bunch of new pairs of underwear, and I'm like, I would do that if anyone wanted to see me in underwear. <laughs> I mean, I still have the bit on Joe Meese World of if, 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 an, if what is it? Is it 100 patrons? Or no, $500. Whatever. But if I can buy myself a championship belt, I'll do a boudoir photo shoot just wearing the championship belt and nothing else. <laughs> A buddy of mine, when he, uh, it was two or three Kickstarters ago, when all of the, his stuff came, because I, I had met him and then I finally like contributed one of his campaigns, got all of his books, so this yeah. huge box came with like I don't know ten books, yeah, yeah. And so I then took a picture of me butt ass naked covering my body with his comics, <laughs> and sent it to him on I think Facebook, yeah, yeah. and then. I don't know, a few months ago when he was on the show, he's like, I still have that picture. Like, we could do prints of it. And I was like, if on your next Kickstarter, you want to do prints of that, you can send them here. I'll sign them for you. If that gets people <laughs> to pay for your books, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. My problem is always getting, like, being able to take the picture of myself by myself. Because I can't frame things properly. Because I'm it- not an insta yeah, it takes a lot of effort. Right, and nobody... Like, I, I I, can just sit here and imagine how funny it would be without all the effort. Because <laughs> nobody I, else would appreciate it. I'm a man who is known to go to much length for a bad joke. I don't know. I've just done it enough. I've, inve- I've gone to... I've invested money in a bad joke for its own enjoyment. And oh, I yeah. just, I'm just too old for it now. We're just like, yeah, no, it's like if other people enjoy it, it's fun, but otherwise, fuck it. Oh, so Jay, Jay and I were talking and we were talking about the store and stuff. Real quick. Uh, Batman's about to get ass raped by a saber tooth tiger. Yeah. I mentioned saber tooth tiger. <laughs> um, and uh, so then Jay's just like, well, how do I get to the store? I'm like, and I'm like, I don't know. Like, I know I always mention it, but it's like, and I told him what it was, but I'm like, I don't know if I have it linked anywhere. And I'm like, oh, it's literally on my Facebook profile. Um, so then he's looking and we're talking through Discord and all of a sudden he starts laughing and I go, what what'd you get to? He goes, good morning, wage slaves. <laughs> and I'm Yes. <laughs> And then I told him the whole story behind it. And I'm like, I have that mask. I've worn that mask in public. That's a fantastic mask. I love it so much. So I love the mask too. When I was uh when I was doing my picture or my picture, when I was doing the t shirt order for Nexus Versary, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get myself 
a couple other t or another t-shirt or two and i'm gonna get myself some masks prepare for the future blah 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 and then i'm like i have this beautiful beard because i was stubborn about that but you know whatever and um you know i'm like do i really and the masks you know are pricey because i'm getting them custom printed and all that i'm like well do i really and then i go wait a minute why don't i do this so this is what i committed to i went on uh <laughs> Amazon, you know, the evil site, and I ordered a, a three pack of masks and they showed up and it was like five. So it ended up being like five bucks a mask. And I actually like them. Like, of the masks that I've gotten over time, I like these. I like the way they fit. I like the way they feel. They're a good fabric and they're, you know, decent thickness, whatever. And then I ordered myself a bunch of gaiters, neck gaiters with my designs on them. Cause I'm like, that's what I wear most of the time anyway. And even when I wear a mask, I'll just wear the gator over the ma- over the cheaper mask, <laughs> and I have more of my design. So I got a couple gators coming that's in the next couple of weeks. They're gonna be hilarious. And the gators you can are you can use more often. Yeah, yeah. Either way, and I I got and they and even with like a because I think they said um like a single layer or double layer and like. The other ones I have, I can kind of guess, like, okay, I think this one's a double layer, and this one would be a single layer. Okay, cool. Even with the double layer, they're still cheaper than the other masks they were giving, but that's because, like, a lot of the masks they were trying to sell, which is great if you want to wear them, um, have it where you can put the actual filters in and stuff, and it's like, no, that's fine, because I think I've told you, like, some of the masks I got, and mind you, they sent me wrong ones early on when I ordered mine, when I ordered ours. Um, they don't, I don't like the way they fit and I don't like the way they shift. And that's where when I put a gator up over the mask, it holds the mask in place and it covers my face. And it, so it does everything I want it to do, but, and yeah, like you're saying, like in the winter, like now that I have them, I will totally wear gators in the, in the winter because it's just nice with the fucking wind. It just cuts the wind. So I sent you, everybody can go on my Twitter and see the actual image, but I sent you the image of the um, uh, King Kirby poster I bought. Yes, yes. And that sent me down, so when I was editing last week's episode, it sent me down a rabbit hole, because in order to find it, I had to basically Google Jack Kirby art prints or something like that. And it sent me down this rabbit hole of like actual paintings and shit he did. Yeah, I was like, I want these all around me. <laughs> I know, I know, and that's that's what people forget is like Kirby was an artist. Like, yeah. yeah, he was the king of comics, but like he was an artist, and a lot of those guys were. I mean, I've told you, I've even Bruce Tim, where like, yeah, some of it's cheesecake, but Bruce Tim will also sit there and do like, and some of it'll be pop art, you know, but like he'll sit there and do actual paintings and do you know uh, pastels and shit and do like work like art you know well there's one that got somewhat popular recently i'm sorry but this ending is ridiculous too where it's just she stole all these jewels she stole all the fucking jewels and then made it to paris like really really teaching us that crime does pay right fuck this episode yeah especially if you're hanging out with batman who's the world's greatest goddamn detective no, there, there's one that became popular recently because of a documentary about 
Kirby. Okay. That was his uh, Galactus that he actually, like, he did a whole thing of. And I'm like, that's cool, because, like, it's just different enough. It was kind of like a concept painting he did before, like, they finalized Galactus. Okay. So it's a little different. Like, that's cool. But then I start going down the rabbit hole of his other stuff, and it's like, I would rather have his non like his non-comic stuff. Yeah. Like, he did some really cool stuff that nobody well, will ever know about. <laughs> right. Well, it's like I told you, I think, I, I think we've talked about it before as well, where it's like, I think I found one, or maybe not, but like, you know, in the 50s, him and, I think him and Simon, maybe, um, did a whole run of romance comics because that was what was big at the time and they did it on their own and they made a lot of money and then they just kind of kept going even when the market started to crumble for it but like there's a whole bunch of romance comics that are drawn by Jack Kirby and it's like I would love to have one of those just because what the hell (laughs) I want to see what this looks like and what I love about that image is i mean not only does it have like both marvel and dc stuff but like kirby is kirby when he has the cigar in his mouth yeah absolutely and i love that image of him just sitting there with like thor's hammer and cap's original shield just like puffing away a cigar well have you ever seen pictures of like young ish jack kirby with his mouth yeah I, I just, it's just there's something about it where I'm just like, yeah, he was just such a punk. Like he wasn't, but he was. Like he didn't care. He'd scrap with anybody. That's what I, I was talking. Maybe it was you and me, but I was sure it was somebody else too. Where it's like, you know, Jack Kirby was Captain America. Like Jack Kirby was Steve Rogers. Of like, no, I'm gonna beat the shit out of anybody that's causing trouble. I don't care. Maybe I'll get my ass kicked too, but I'm not gonna let him just be an asshole. Oh yeah, I don't like bullies. That was completely him. Like that's Kirby. That's Kirby, yeah. 100%. <clears throat> yeah, so I'm excited for that. Yeah. How big well, is people sh- uh, It was... I would have to look up the exact, but it was like a decent print size. So what you like a print you would get uh, at a con or something, maybe a little bit bigger than that. Okay. But I, I'm going to frame it and put it up with other stuff. I'm not going to put it with my collage of posters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I have a few other things I want, like actually framed and put up. Yeah, frame. Even I'm. I mean, I think we've talked about this, but even cheap frames, like even if you just get yourself some cheaper, affordable frames and do it yourself, frames make so many things just look so much better. They give it a good. They just give it a good presentation. Yeah, I usually give buy the ones that are a step up above from cheap because. There's those cheap ones where, like, it's it's not you just take the back out and put the picture in and then put the back back in. Like, the ones where the sides actually, like, come off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the ones I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. those ones can go fuck themselves. They're the worst. <laughs> they never work. So whatever money you're saving, like, you, you didn't save anything because you bought that and then you end up going out and buying a better one. Yeah. Because fuck that frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always get those, um, just because yeah, it just adds a little bit of something. I mean, I like the collage or poster look, um, and a lot of the stuff I have like collage is just like random or like you know stuff that was 
given to me. Mm-hmm. But there's also some like prints where I'm just like, yeah, this needs to be in a frame. Like all my Alex Ross stuff is all in frames. <laughs> but speaking of awesome stuff that needs to be framed, where can people find you on the internet? JoePank.com, J-O-E-P-A-N-C.com. Got all kinds of links up there. And um, at the behest of a friend, the if you go there, at the top, you'll see a link to the store, and the store will take you directly to JoePank.Threadless.com. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter, at Cthulhu Holmes or Joe Pank. Both will get you there. None of you listen, so it doesn't matter. Um, <clears throat> you can find me on Instagram at JoePank36. I might be getting back into some stuff that will result in more Instagram postings. So, you know, you should follow me. And if, I mean, if you want dirty pictures, you can ask. I don't know if I'll give them to you, but you can always ask. And uh, uh, as always, if you want my other podcast that Chris appears on more frequently than anyone right now, uh, (laughs) Joe Meets World, up to three days early, uncut and unedited, you can go to patreon.com slash Pank. Give me as little as $2 a month, and uh, you'll get your own private RSS feed. And there's going to be some bonus content, maybe by the time you're hearing this, maybe after, uh, from uh, some old stuff I recorded with Yambar. So, you know, that'll be fun, and that will be publicly available too, but, you know, I think I'm only going to publish that on the Patreon. So you're going to want to go to Patreon either way to get that one. You can find me at Fortress Chris on Twitter or FortressComicNews.com. Uh, I don't know. Go to Patreon.com slash Fortress Comics. Get this show three days early. That's a thing you can do. Or something else. Share it with a friend. I don't know. Do something. Do something with your life, everybody. And uh, if you want to, the best way to show your support without having to give me any money, which, I mean, you can still give me money is to give us a review on Podcatcher or to thumb up the video and YouTube, comment down below, subscribe to the channel, all that fun stuff. So everybody, thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Ninja, vroom, vroom!